HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program was brought to you by El Cortez. Stop in for tacos and tiki drinks at 17 Ingraham Street in Bushwick, or visit them online at elcortezbushwick.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. All right, everybody, welcome to the show Life's a Banquet, the show that's edible, spreadable, and Zara horrible. Starring your hosts, me, Brett and Scott, and me, Zara Tangora. A show about chocolate and wine and bread, champagne and scandal and crackers in bed. I'm drunk! <laughs> Always. Life's a banquet, life's a banquet, life's a banquet, life's a banquet! Want another? Consider it done. Welcome, everybody. God, I love that song. It's God, good. I love that song. Not just because I sang, composed, wrote it, co-wrote it, I guess, but sorry. Anyway, welcome to Life's a Banquet, the podcast about the highs and lows of all things edible, spreadable, and Zara. Pourable. That's right. I do have a co-host, and she's right here, except she's going to kill her with this knife. My headphones <laughs> seem to be a little bit funky, or maybe it's just my ears. I did go swimming this weekend, and I perhaps got some water lodged in there. Hello. Well, yeah. <laughs> testing. <laughs> testing. It's just, okay, I don't know what to say. I just got back. I've been Where gone from you? New York. I was gone for six days. I was in Wisconsin. Oh, my God. So sorry. I got back, and suddenly I was like, oh, my God. I was around all these people, and I'm like, I used to talk like that. And suddenly, I, this accent, I was in Wisconsin, small town, I'm from Sheboygan. Okay. And I said, don't. And my mom, here's the best word you can say. Okay, has anybody heard? I Actually, I, now I can't stop. <laughs> Do you know the word broasted chicken? Broasted. Broasted. Okay, there's roasted, there's fried, toasted, and then there's broasted chicken. Broasted is a kind of chicken... It's fried, but it's a pressurized fryer. It's actually a patented system. Okay. But everybody in Sheboygan, and only in Sheboygan, is obsessed with broasted chicken. Everybody's like, broasted? <laughs> you want the two-piece broasted or the four-piece broasted? Oh, God. And at first, I'm like... It sounds very <laughs> masculine. Like Wisconsin, and like we used to... Yeah, the, well, it's, it is, yeah. Very masculine. 
Well, a super mask. Anyway, it's funny yeah. That you say that. And we also have some adorable voices chuckling in the background. <laughs> oh, I know. I was like, I just have a cra- We have a laugh track today. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guest. Just a laugh track. Yes. <laughs> Other humans. Our guests today are uh, Mark Marin and <laughs> Joe Rogan. Thank, hey. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, oh, yeah. Speaking of bros, you guys do sound really masculine. That's Thank really you. Weird. Thank you. Just yeah. kidding. Our guests today are Lillian Devane and Kelly Sullivan of the amazing front of the FOH podcast. Faux. Woo! Faux. Yeah, we yeah. have Faux podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Ladies. Hi. 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 Who are you? What do you do? How um, did you get here? So many. Three trains. So yeah. First of all, from Queens. Um, I'm Lillian Devane and. This I'm Kelly Sullivan. Kelly Sullivan. It's like how Hello. we do our intro yeah. to the podcast. Please, go you ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. We, They're like, wait, wait till you hear our song. Yeah, wait till yeah. you hear our song. <laughs> Battle of the Bands. I freaking wish. God. No, we're all loyalty freak. Yeah, we do. We do really bad, like, uh, public domain uh, songs. So, oh, perfect. Yeah, it's really, we don't want to get lost, you know, for our tiny podcast. Could happen. Who yeah. knows? Um, People are suing left and right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we have a service industry podcast. We talk about, like, working in restaurants and other issues that arise thereof, I guess. But. Yeah, obviously, we're the front of house, FOH, the front of the right, house. Right, yeah. So that's what we talk about for the most part. Yeah, or fucking out of here, which is the other. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. you know. yeah. yeah. So front of the house and back of the house, right? Yeah. For those of you that are listening out there, my mom and your mom. Hello, uh, mom. <laughs> or hey. all of our moms. Uh, Four moms In case listening. you don't know, back of the house is like kitchen, Dishwashers, cooks, chefs, anybody, Trolls. yeah, anybody that Goblins. you guys can be behind, yeah. yeah, behind that swinging revolving door, murderers, from, you know, from the 1950s diner that you imagine, yeah, in front of the house is are all the people that you abuse mm-hmm. slash that take all the abuse for everything that happens in your life, their lives, and the food's life, yeah. So, when yeah. you throw a plate of spaghetti against the wall, <laughs> you're right. narrowly missing my head. Yeah, you know, We're Kelly, it's your fault. It's your fault, Kelly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kelly messes up. Yeah, you know, the spaghetti on the wall yeah. instantly. Yeah. Why are you even here? You did this to me. <laughs> I okay. actually have an amazing spaghetti-related story. Oh yeah, that oh, involves great. front of the house. So oh, I yeah. used to own a restaurant called Brucey, and I was a boh for the most part. Sure. Although I, I foh'd often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this one night, we had some new servers in, and I'm like, I'm going to class this place up. I'm going to teach these new kiddos how to carry a plate. And it was very narrow in there. Yeah. And we had spaghetti and meatballs actually on the menu yeah. every day. It was one of the only things we kept permanently on the menu. And so I was like, I'm going to teach these kiddos what it looks like to have some swagger in this restaurant. So I slink through. <laughs> Were oh you here God. for this? No, but I can already just I be like, watch this. I slink through this very, it was a very busy Saturday night. And I put the plate of spaghetti above my head. And as I'm, I'm like, look at me. I'm so classy. I'm so glamorous. I do make it look so easy. The spaghetti slips off. No. no. Blazing hot. Spaghetti meatballs onto a woman's head. <gasps> oh my god! All over, down her back, down her shirt, in her cleavage, in her ears, in her hair, in her she ponytail. She was wearing like a backless negligee. Or <laughs> yes, <laughs> she, was, she was. She was wearing a wedding dress. Oh it was her my wedding god. day. Um, covered in blazing hot pasta and not cool. And I could usually face anything. There was nothing I'd really run from. I ran into the kitchen she and didn't me. come out. Oh my god! Yeah. And Sometimes you have to. You just pass the buck. Yes. Goodbye. I don't work here anymore. First day of training (laughs) is dealing with this, ladies. Okay. Step up to the plate. It was a test. I meant to do it. Do you guys have any horror stories like of that magnitude or similar? Uh, Foh wise. I mean, I definitely. I haven't done it in a while, which means I'm due for something like horrifically embarrassing. But I did. (laughs) I did spill an entire cocktail on a man's crotch, and then I very early on, like literally, just dumped a whole coop of daiquiri like right on, and then I was like. 
And was then, that a Hemingway daiquiri? It was. Of course. Okay. No, it was a Hemingway Perfect. daiquiri. Thank you for asking. I just wanted to make sure I had the sugary look. No, yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah. And I also <laughs> was just like, it's one of those things where it's like in a movie, like you don't want to like pat someone's crotch because it's like, then it's like just so many layers. And then I didn't Very take it off as checked because I was new and I just like didn't know that that's what you did when you yeah. just ruined someone's pants. It was, it's bad. But I haven't done that in a long time. So that's fine. Yeah. I, um, God, I mean, I have a lot of horror stories, but I would say one is one of the first places I served was a Thai restaurant and I did spill a Thai iced tea on someone, uh, which is like probably one of the worst things you can have. Milk and yeah. Just a like sticky, sticky, icky. you like Thick. can't. Yeah. Thicky, like you're going to, it's dairy, it's <laughs> sticky, it's sweet, yeah, it's, it's orange. It's, it's like <laughs> very bad. Yeah. It's the uh-huh. worst. It's like second yeah. only to like tar and then like feathers you trip and like, yeah, there's nothing Thai you can do to make cheese. that. That was bad. It was like, that was one of my first serving jobs and everything in a Thai restaurant is the worst thing to get spilled on you. And I spilled on multiple people cause it was one of my first. Serving. So I like fish sauce. I would also, yeah, like, oh, oh, and it's yeah. like, yeah, it's we were really wearing bad. roller skates. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I should mention <laughs> odds were stacked against you. Yeah. And it was yours. a Thai yeah. Sonic. So yeah. That's so it's weird. really nuts. <laughs> Folks, you can't write this stuff. You yeah. just can't write you this wish. stuff. What's your wish. worst FOH moment? Uh, I was working at <laughs> picture it. 19, 19- 99. Sicily. The Ritz, yeah, Sicily. Yeah. Uh, I was working at the Ritz Carlton and it was the Jesus. fancy part. I was the, all, I, all the other waiters are union restaurants. So all the other waiters yeah. were probably six uh, older than 60 and had worked there since the 70s. Yeah. Yes. And Good I was, them. it was during a brunch. They had those, you know, fabulous brunches, you know, like the hundred dollar brunches. And I was new and everything was silver and fancy. And I had suits and the, and it was carpeted, of course. It was mm. this fancy restaurant. And I did. I was carrying a mimosa and a oh, tray of mimosas. And Jesus. I but luckily only two of them did drop down. Oh, the God. thinnest, oldest woman who was wearing a backless dress who you could see every bone in her body. Beautiful. Like she was wow. dead. She Beautiful. Yeah. She was like from the movie Death Becomes yeah. Her. They are like <laughs> gorgeous. And she you know what? She was actually pretty darn cool about it. She said <laughs> really? you know, I'm really upset. This is really annoying. But I understand it's a mistake, and I. But I say like I was just like yeah, I course. have to hide. I had and you need to hide for fifteen yeah. minutes, pretend like it didn't happen. Got a new identity. She's probably like, this is the only way I get my nutrients is just things being spilled <laughs> yeah. on my skin. So the this next is actually day, great. <laughs> I don't she's have like, to we are doing the most. She's probably making money. Mimosa yeah. treatments. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what keeps you in it? So we all know. Well, we know. Yeah. But maybe like the you know. Yeah. The I know, civilians I know what keeps out me there. Out of it. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Why would you do this?" Yeah. It's one of those things. I was thinking about actually the comparison today, and I was like thinking about you know when people talk shit about your parent, like you can talk shit about your parents all you want. Yeah, but if someone else does, then you get really protective of it. And totally. I feel like working in service is kind of similar for sure. Do you guys have like what keeps you kind of staying in, even though it can be so brutal? Yeah, well, I feel like a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, serving's like the worst fucking job in the world," and I'm always like, "It's actually like not. I mean, it can be, but like every." job can be totally. you know what i mean like you do a bad you have a bad day as a firefighter you know yep somebody much worse. freaking dies uh, um, much worse. so i wouldn't want to do that i mean they asked me to and i said no so um <laughs> the firefighters they asked, asked me they asked. bill asked de blasio me. is said, constantly yeah. pestering he's all i can't get bill off my back but um <laughs> anyways i i because i mean for one for i think for a lot of creative people it gives you a lot of like flexibility and i really i i have to have that because i do comedy and so Flexibility, it's like the most amount of money for the smallest amount of time. That's practical for your buck. practical yeah. reasons. I also just like do 
enjoy it. And I think a lot of people who are in the service industry are like some of the best people I've ever met in my whole life. And I've Agreed. all of my best friends and my boyfriend I've met working in a restaurant. So, you know, something because I've <laughs> I, well, I've done it all. I've done it all. <laughs> I've really done it all. Dishwasher. Back. Yeah. Yeah. A firefighter. That was <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. I judged a firefighter chili competition. Well, close enough. Well, definitely uh, counts. No, I'm just kidding. But no, front of the house. I think one of the things is there's some, there was something really exciting when you get those good moments with like the right staff. Like, oh, Thursdays is like me, Kelly. Totally. And, you know, like somebody, like the chef and blah, blah, blah. And then you have a wonderful night and then you, have an you order start drink. drinking. Yeah, you have an order <laughs> drink. And you get high, like during work. Not, yeah. li- well, you might actually literally get high, yeah. but I'm talking about the high of work. For yeah. sure. Totally. Like when everything clicks. And everything, it becomes like a well-oiled machine and there's something, and you have the best customers and then somebody lays you down a hundred dollar bill and you're like, wow, like, totally. and then you slam that glass of wine. And so great. Yeah. It can be really gratifying. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I think it's also cause it is such physical work. There is like a certain like endorphin, like it's like when everything's working, everything's firing and you're like, this is the best thing that I could be doing. Yep. It's like your brain's releasing endorphins yep. and people love you and you're making money and you're yep. hanging out with your friends. It's just like, yeah, it's a, it can be really perfect. Intoxicating. Mm. Totally. I yes. feel the same way being out. I don't really do restaurant work anymore. I still work in the industry, but um, being out of restaurants, I, that is actually the thing I miss the most, the camaraderie and that yeah. like, amazing party vibe. And like, you know, it's fun when you're doing it, but I can just speak for myself, like being out of it. I miss that part of it so much that like deep love. That's like almost like hard to, hard to re- replicate or yeah, understand if absolutely. you've not done it. Um, so that is a really, uh, perfect <laughs> and bulky segue into our topic today, Yay! which is picnics which Pic- has okay you'd yeah. go on a picnic with your co-workers okay sure. hold on first <laughs> okay. of all yeah. right i, I mean, have you are hearing yeah. it right here and right now i declared well i have declared in my head and now i'm publicly <laughs> declaring on live radio across america actually not just america all of the the world yeah yeah mm-hmm. and Solar that system. satellite that wherever our moms in. may be yeah exactly <laughs> and the future moon space but that yeah. summer 2019 is the is the summer of picnics wow. we're bringing yes. it back folks Bold. people want authentic they want back to the thing yeah they're instagrammable yep totally. they're, thank god for that thank god for that yeah i mean think of all the colors and checks and patterns yeah. and wicker and we'll get to that later hold yeah. hold tight okay. so the summer picnic summer picnic yeah I like that. Starting right here. With so this. we chatted a little bit before the show, and we were all like, let's do something seasonally appropriate. Yeah. And you can't really have a great picnic in the winter unless you are a serial killer. <laughs> so um, we decided what? to do picnics for our topic today. And I don't know, Breton, what do, topi- what do, what do topics mean to you? What do, what do picnics <laughs> mean to you? Okay. Whenever I think of picnics, I think drive-in movie theater. I think... This, like, somebody... I've never had one of those old-fashioned 1950s Woody station wagons, but I think, like, somebody pulling this out, and I think of... Pulling out a Woody. and Pulling out a Woody. (laughs) I also think, think like... I remember there was this picture a long time ago I saw. It was... James Beard and Julia Child on a picnic together, and James Beard wow. was like, oh my God. he was like over in like the side of a hill, like like a beached whale, and I love him, and uh, and just like it just feels like you've got it together, right? Nothing else matters. Like the picnic, yeah. you are there, like yes. you're relaxed. It's it's yeah. happening. It's great. So, guys, should we have a little cheers? We brought some picnic yeah. foods. We have some. I brought some picnic foods for my house. I brought house. some uh, psilocybin infused brownies. <laughs> 
This is going to be the sickest <laughs> podcast episode ever. And that is uh, acid-infused Prosecco. Yeah. Let's go. Dried mango and a pregnancy test. Okay. So, perfect. Um, guys, I would like to start this off with a joke. What do you give a cannibal that's late for the picnic? A heads up. Yeah. That's a good. No, one. but that's know. a very wow. good answer. <laughs> Comedy. Okay. Oh, yeah, wow. She's that's like, well, I have. I Damn it, Lily. No, I'm that's sure right. it's better. Go ahead. The cold shoulder. Oh, that's better because you're angry. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Oh, cold <laughs> cut. <laughs> wow. I like that. She got the joke, yeah. guys. Exactly. The cold shoulder and a little, a little like, cute pot of aioli. Stop showing off <laughs> about a pun with the cannibal. Okay. We love puns. Please okay, keep okay. them punning. Coming. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, a couple little things about picnics. I'm just going to give a like very brief history. Are picnics racist? I hope not, but mm. that is something. I did. I Googled picnic Wait. history. Mm-hmm. The first thing they're that comes not, up is. They're not. It's not what? racist. I was like, cool. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> so, if you were thinking the picnics were racist, they're not. I'm like, just, yes, super Wait. wasn't. Picnics are for everybody. What? It's, well, yeah, we listen. can't. We I think we shouldn't get into why. Because yeah, it's yeah. just simply because, not true. Correct. So. It's not true. It's not true. They're not racist. <laughs> are deviled eggs gross? Not no. to me, but Absolutely to people who don't not. like eggs. Yes, they are. You're wrong, but yes. Yeah. And sure. most importantly, who invented tortellini salad? Uh, oh. oh. Ted Bundy. No. no. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it really is was a crazy oh, no. invention, though. <laughs> um, so picnic is a meal that, it, according to Wikipedia, I feel like, you mm. know, when you're at a wedding and like, yeah. someone starts a best man speech. The and he's dictionary like, definition. Exactly. Webster's dictionary defines picnic as love yeah. between a man and a woman. <laughs> um, no, picnic is a meal defined as by Wikipedia as a meal taken outdoors, al fresco, and part of an excursion, ideally in a scenic surrounding mm-hmm. such as a park, lakeside, or other place of affording an interesting view or else in conjunction with a public event, like your work company picnic for the software company that you work at or your gorgeous scene. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen that episode of The Office with the company picnic? Just putting it out there. No, I have. I know I have. I think I have too. Yeah. It's really amazing. They're the best. So it's a French word, meaning uh, originally they called it picnic. Um, and then what I was reading is after, is after the French. Fuck you. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck you. I'm better than you Shut with up. my pate. <laughs> <laughs> I have a better baguette than you could ever bake. Mm-hmm. 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 Picnic. Uh, after the French Revolution, what I didn't realize that before the French Revolution, people were not allowed to just mingle around in a park. Parks mm. were for yes. high class people. Yeah. Yes. And now they're like, get into the park before yeah. get out of the park. Now we're trying to shove people into a park. Always telling people where to be. Exactly. The fucking man. Yeah. Ugh. Damn the man. Just stop so true. telling the park. me to go to a park. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> um, so I have like an interesting thing. So then after the French Revolution, people started going to the park. They take all the shit with them. They go into the, like, they took their tables and chairs. It was very fancy. Whatever. Like, uh, yeah. Now we're eating cake. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. <a day. laughs> Showing off eating cake. Yeah. In yeah. Right. <laughs> that's a very funny joke yeah, so do you guys know about so anyway then people start having panics blah 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 yada 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 here we are we end up in the uh in the like the late 1800s and there's a woman named isabel beaton do you guys know her yeah, she no. wrote all those fabulous she, like fabulous books cook- cookbooks and like ways of right how, about- basically how to exist as a proper woman in oh. the rev- during the revolution, the American oh. Revolution. You can go. Yeah. Oh, pro not? tip here: you can go to the Brooklyn Historical Library, and they have original copies cool. of all, a lot of Mrs. Beaton's cookbooks, and it's free. You just can't bring a pen. Sure. 
So you hear Mr. You can rip out the pages. You can bring your laptop or a pencil, no pen. That's cool. Exactly. So she, you hear someone like Mrs. Beaton and you think like some old fuddy-duddy. She was 21 when she wrote these books and she died at 28 from, I believe, syphilis. Same. Good way to go. Exactly. She's like, peace. (laughs) She spilled spaghetti on someone. She said. (laughs) She's out. God. So she had like this whole book of exactly how to act but I thought this was really interesting so she wrote for the ideal picnic and she was the authority in proper etiquette and what to do so the proper picnic and this feeds one five pounds of cold salmon with mayonnaise sauce one quarter of a lamb with mint sauce one large galantine of veal excuse me blah 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 uh, three boiled chickens one ham two pigeon pies salad with dressing two cucumbers I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ew, a good measure. Beaten. Um, two fruit tarts, pastry sandwiches, two jellies, two creams, a custard, a fucking gallon of strawberries, as though you like take strawberries by the gallon. Wow. That seemed odd to me. A yeah. gallon of mushing them into a gallon. I want to see this basket. Three pounds yeah. of grapes. Uh, it's a cornucopia, literally. Seriously. One pound of Three cheese pounds. and a half pound of butter and four fucking loaves of bread. That is more than would fit in my yeah. in my Toyota Rav Four. I know, <laughs> but I don't have actually. I she had a Subaru for sure. <laughs> yeah. She had for to sure. have a Subaru. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot. Crazy. That's a lot. And no potato salad. Honestly. Zero gallons of potato salad or fucking coleslaw. What year? What time period is this? This is in the the American Revolution. Okay, American Revolution. So in the 1990s. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I was like, you mean you mean like right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. Oh my. We're making America great again, yes. right? Exactly. One picnic at a time. One yeah. picnic at a time. That's crazy. I know. So that's a little weird history of the picnic. I wanted to leave it open to you because you guys are surprising us as our as our guest oh, today yes. with this cool story, which we're going to get to after the break. But yeah. so I kept it really vague because I didn't want to like by any chance try on anything. At four 20, what is that? Oh, never mind. It's 421. Yeah. Dang it, we missed it. Yeah. I always look at the clock at 9-11 yeah. for some reason, just wow. so we can never bring this forget. down. Never I'm 420, forget. she's 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> bring it to a really high note before we take a commercial break. Um, so when we come back from the break, Lillian and Kelly are going to tell us a fun story about picnics. They are, uh, yeah, they're surprising us. So yeah, enjoy there the break. All right. Break Bye. It take it away, Hoss. <laughs> Today's program was brought to you by El Cortez, a colorful, bi-level restaurant in Bushwick, Brooklyn. El Cortez sports a bar on each floor, a patio for drinking zombies in the moonlight, and the capacity for just under a couple hundred revelers. New York Magazine's Chris Crowley profiled El Cortez, saying its owners aren't trying to mine Mexican restaurants of any era, but just mesh together a bunch of things that they like. The menu focuses on what they call all three Mexicans, hot plate, gringo, and Mexican-Mexican. There's no fried chicken queso or chili con carne, but mission-style burritos, loaded all-American tacos, and a chimichanga. There's also a cheeseburger, because who cares? Cocktails lean heavily in the direction of tiki and the kind of low-brow drinks that caused the mixology revolution. Classic drinks your grandparents definitely drank, like the pina colada and rum punch, made with quality ingredients and a whole bunch of trial and error. Visit El Cortez at 17 Ingraham Street in Bushwick or online at elcortezbushwick.com. I'm right back. We're having a picnic. We're having a picnic with, I was just explaining what what Trader Joe's is. (laughs) 
And mm-hmm. Lillian, you're a huge Trader Joe's fan, you were just saying. Uh, yeah, it's. A, I had to switch because I can't go to Whole Foods anymore for mm. obvious political reasons. Yes. But, so I was like, I guess I'll go to Trader Joe's. But then I like became part of the, you know, the you work scene. There. I basically, I put on a Hawaiian shirt. I say, let me just <laughs> be here. Hold on. What are yeah. the obvious political reasons for Whole Foods? Oh, just because they're owned by Amazon now. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah. yeah. So I'm picturing bad. you like, have you guys seen that Seinfeld where Kramer... Uh, just like shows up for work, but he doesn't really work at the place, <laughs> and he just like comes in every day, and he's just like there. That's why I'm picturing you at pretty like, much Trader Joe's. They're I'm like, like, I just want to talk about cow- cauliflower gnocchi. Is that okay? And they're like, you, I guess you can stay. What's the best? Okay, just a little sidebar before you guys get yeah. into your story. What do you think the best product from Trader Joe's would be to bring on a picnic? Ooh, tough call. Stumper. You, are you, yeah, yeah, we got him. We got him. <laughs> Look at that, Breton. They don't know what to say. Oh, God. Look um, at them sweat. They do have such a great, I just want to say they're, they're like relatively cheap cheese slash cracker game is like really on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you have, you brought, that's what started uh-huh. this whole, you have great crackers from Trader yeah, Joe's. Hell yeah. I just love that. But I think their cheeses are like. The, I'm really into mm-hmm. the unexpected cheddar. Oh. Unexpected cheddar is, well. Mm. It's, it's, it's unexpected. Yeah. unexpected. I would call it shocking cheddar. Wow. TJ set us up. Yeah. Whoa. Hey, yeah. That would be the best brand. sponsor. Yeah. Oh my shocking cheddar. People are like, oh my God, I got shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's too much cheddar. <laughs> yeah. These no. cracker, crackers are called like boards or something. They're kind of They're like yummy. all-purpose yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Exactly. It's just yeah. a basically a cardboard full of seeds. So, guys, <laughs> tell us, tell us about picnics. What, what do we? Yeah. Know? So we have a couple. We have two different sort of just well, like fun little factoids. Please. Oh, yeah. well, so we of. were we were thinking about like why is the picnic such an evocative image mm. for all of us? You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Um, you did a little research on graveyard picnics. Yeah, so you kind of mentioned this in your email, mm-hmm. um, sort of like as a suggestion for a topic. And I was like, I sort of have heard of like having a picnic in a graveyard, but mostly as like a goth girl, like losing her virginity in a <laughs> cemetery kind of thing. Like yeah, that's for sort sure. of adjacent sure. to that whole phenomenon, uh-huh, sure. which we know and love. Um, yes. Who knows? Who had sex on her mother's grave? What poet? Oh, that was Mary Shelley. Yeah, Mary Shelley. Oh, what a badass. I know. Hey, yeah. girl, call That's me. really cool. So um, so I kind of <laughs> did a little bit of research going further into that besides that great story. Can you imagine really actually doing that? That's kind of whacked. It's <laughs> like, that's oh, metal God. as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I just was like thinking metal. about it. I was like, the thing is, for me, it's not so weird that Mary Shelley did. It's that like someone got hard. Yes, <laughs> you know what totally. I mean. Totally. Like um, I love piece. Yeah, being on Heritage Radio. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so <laughs> you can say hard. Okay, on Heritage I just Radio. the name Heritage is so yeah. like a hearth, and it's like a very like warm <laughs> space. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am sweating now, so. Um, so sorry. Uh, the so the like the phenomenon of uh, picnicking in cemeteries was something that started as like a a national craze in the late 1800s for a variety of reasons, um, but because partially because a lot of people lost their family members and their friends constantly because everyone was getting sick with cholera and yeah. I don't know what the flu, yellow the fever, flu. Spanish flu, malaria. Like you oh. scraped your finger. Yeah. yeah. You're oh, like, shit. much uh, like a modern day park slope. You right. might say yeah. a lot of measles going around. Ugh. Um, so, so it was sort of this natural thing where like, if you're constantly faced with death and you're like intimate circles, you will like, kind of want to be near it because it's so like part of your life in a way that's just not the case for Americans these days. So, totally. um, and on top of that, there weren't any like recreational spaces. So there weren't like 
you know, sanctioned like parks and places for recreation, like in in France. Um, So it kind of was this natural like combination of those two like social factors and the time and the, and the day and age. And people were just like hanging out with their family members for Thanksgiving, like having, like I literally saw, I was like, well, having Thanksgiving with Papa this year, as if he was just around the corner. Oh my God. So they would go with their, to be with their relative. Oh wow. That's totally. But also just like, it was like probably the nicest like public spaces because they had like mm-hmm. you know trees and flowers yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Right. So people hanging out, <laughs> and then it sort of stopped being. Uh, it's sort of on the decline as sort of medicine got better, actually, in like the twenties. So that's sort of like what ended that. And then some people were like, "It's not natural," but those people were lame. So. Yeah. Even now, wow. some parks in New York are former graveyards. Oh my god, really? Right. Yeah, Washington Square Park was a graveyard. Really. Um, Anywhere that's haunted, yes. just blame it on that. There are some other ones. The yeah. Barclays Center. The yeah. Barclays Center was... Super spooky. <laughs> so yeah. Sad. Yeah. Crazy. That's an awesome story. I've only yeah. just briefly heard of it because someone had brought it to my attention like a while ago and yeah. it popped it to my head, but I didn't know the story of it at all. That's very interesting. Yeah. It's just sort of funny to think about. And I think it's like, we're all so scared of death, but just because we don't... Like, I mean, most of us don't encounter it in that way right. anymore, like in our everyday life. Sure. Like, it's not like people are just like, you know... You don't have a baby in it instantly. KMS. Kicks the bucket. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. That's crazy. Ooh, gold, golden days, you know? <laughs> yeah, those were the days. Yeah, so, um, and so then that was like kind of because of industrialization, people are needing those outside spaces. So then I looked up the play Picnic, which is from 1953, <gasps> another kind of it. moment of upending society and like changing class and social relationships um, which is what that play is about. It's a, about all this anxiety of a drifter in a small town, and he's going to Tulsa, which is like a big town, and Tulsa, is a movie Oklahoma. starring Kim Novak. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, yeah. wow. Vintage, throw, random, yeah. obscure yeah. sex symbol. Kim Novak. So it's, it's about a Labor Day picnic in a small town, oh and people fall in love, and oh. there's whiskey drinking and ah. vomiting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did make me. Our yeah. picnic movie series is starting I mean, right now. I mean, The Long Hot Summer has one of, is one is the sexiest movie of all time, IMO, but huge picnic element yeah. and it's like the 50s and it's I've like never a basket seen it. and a pie and oh, Paul yeah. Newman and he's it's so hot yeah oh my goodness I like these picnic oh. references That's I was thinking of something that's gotta give with an aging uh, Jack Nicholson and oh. Diane Keaton when they fall in love with their oh, picnic yeah. on the beach yes. That's that is so true love that Diane Keaton and her big funny? turtleneck she's always <laughs> flustered yeah she's like oh god <laughs> <laughs> is it potato salad does that potato salad have eggs in it I love that movie so good amazing that's so cool. I've never heard of Picnic, the play, nor the film. Yeah, we, um, revival. Pulitzer wow. Prize winning. <laughs> Pulitzer Prize. The, prize, the, the play prize. won a prize. Oh wow. my God, a prize play. Wow. That's really I'm interesting. I'm down right now. One thing that <laughs> I actually, now I sound like a person who like all they do is stay home and watch TV and ask people if they've ever seen it, but what, I do have what, one more America reference. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen the episode of Mad Men yep. where they all go and eat a picnic, and then yes, they just get yes. up and leave all their shit there. I think including the blanket and one of their they kids, They shake maybe. out, yeah, they yeah. shake out the blanket. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just go. It's right bugs. after. It's right after Bobby says, are we rich? And then they're just like, well. <laughs> they're like, babe, <laughs> we're rich. Well, let me show you what we got. Yeah. We're about to burn this motherfucking picnic <laughs> yeah. to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a, that's such a good scene because I think it really shows what cars mean yes. in that time, which is so different to what cars mean to us now. 
totally. Like, so they I, like, I, drive I to, they got a new car and they drive to a picnic and they, yeah. Yeah. Whole, and it was such a right. different symbol for those yeah. people. Totally. I love, we are obsessed with We're Mad huge Men. Mad Men. I yeah. am also so obsessed with Mad Men sometimes. And this is a big reveal, everybody out there, mom, turn it up. <laughs> um, Sometimes when I'm feeling really low and depressed, I just Google uh, John Ham penis and just like, oh, look at the yeah. pictures he's of got his like, giant he's dick. Got a yes, yes, he does. And rightfully so. I yeah. mean, he deserves it. You know? He does deserve it. <laughs> yeah, and it makes me feel better. And you heard it right here on Heritage <laughs> Radio. <laughs> if you can imagine. Yeah, around, the cock, around the the cock heart. network. Yeah. Breton, I have to ask you a question. I'm listening. Can, I think we're going to segue here to our little uh, segment that we call Chef Recommends, which cool. is based on... Chef. When you're, oh, I've got a lot which of you guys opinions. will understand when you uh, are working in the front of the house yeah. and you have to go up to him and be like, they're like, hey, can I just get this steak uh, yeah, no, without meat? No, they need the chimichurri on it. Sorry. Yeah. The chef, chef really sorry, recommends. But, like, but those are just parsley. Like, make that sorry, up. it's just like sorry, it's the integrity of the dish. <laughs> Fall yeah. into yeah. my lap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, though, I've always... I, but was, I, I was the chef that recommended it, it for so long. Too. I mean, yeah. it's your art. I cooked this part when, for my parents' party. I was like, I don't care. I was like, my mom's like, well, what if somebody doesn't like that? I was like, well, then there's other food they can eat. I have quiches. <laughs> I have lots of options. That's why I made options so that if they don't want the beans that are with the sausage. Then they don't have. And I was like, and I'm putting the tomatoes, the confit into the beans because that's what I want. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but what if somebody doesn't like tomatoes? Yeah. I was like, well, then there's. Then I'll make them some rice really quick. I'd rather make something else. Like Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was her birthday. Just, <laughs> it really was. I it was her seventieth birthday. I forgot. <laughs> His while, mother. I forgot while it was the morning of I was so stressed out and I was like Oh, that's right. I'm so like it's. it's I'm doing this. Right. Client is impossible. You're like, <laughs> get the hell out of my house. You're fired. I'm you fired. know what? Can you? You're, we're gonna have to ask you to leave for the next seven hours. Okay. So, question. what is your? Can you give it? We're all go around and give our own tips. But what are some of your tips for throwing a perfect picnic? Ooh. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I've modernized my picnic game because I've had. Ooh, I do right. do a lot of. I have a lot of picnics. Excuse us. Now I made it real simple. First of all, instead of bringing bottles of wine, I do something very smart. Only because I know that I'm going to drink a lot, and I get those boxes of wine, and mm-hmm. I discard the box, yeah. and you're left with a bladder Smart. that is, <laughs> yeah, you have a bladder of wine. Now that bladder is actually quite indestructible. It takes a lot to puncture it, mm. and you can even freeze it a little bit for like oh. an hour. And if because if you're not really worried, so if you sure. want to have like a white wine, stay chilled. No joke. That's like, and then it acts as both your 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 ice your ice wow. bag and wine and a little and it's Genius. wine so it will, I don't really think it smart. like it won't freeze completely no no like I don't think it, yeah. it's like 12 or 13 yeah. percent it'll get like slushy yeah so a that's a little pro tip of mine Bluetooth smart. speaker uh and then just in fact I started bringing in candles I started bringing candles oh. at night oh. because wow. as the sunset I was one time I went to Fort Greene Park last summer and I was like well can I not bring a candle? Is that bad? Like I brought some yeah. jarred candles, mm. not the Yankee kind. No. Although I did find some this last week, candy apple. I love it. Oh. it there was something like nineties. Wow. I was like, yeah. I was like, yes, oh, my oversized shirts and everything. Anyway, <laughs> so that's the thing. Um, now here's the other things you don't want to forget. Uh, some music. Mm, you know, we yeah. all have iPhones now. Don't use your iPhone speaker. Play, get a cute little yeah, or like I guess if you have an iPhone 10, sure. Yeah. But so if you really create this, like you have some candles. Yeah. And again, red, gingham, check, yes, plaid. You can go on eBay right now. I know this eBay is going to be starting right as soon as I say this. But go and you can get one of those little like square tablecloths for I think like ten dollars. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're American res- dollars. Ten yeah. American dollars. There wow. are so many of them. And 
they're not like it. I feel like you can't have a picnic until you lay down the plaid blanket. Agreed. Yeah. I see people with like using their old sheets. I'm no. like, no. no. Oh, get, get out of fuck, town. Get no. the fuck out of this. <laughs> sorry. Get the fuck out of this goddamn park. You heard I'm it sorry. here first on Heritage Radio. <laughs> sorry, I'm a little angry. <laughs> okay. Those are some good tips. That's so really, those yeah, are really those good are tips. Very classy. And you know what? I the ice tip is I, the best. That's a real good tip. I also just think, like, for food, like, really just keep it simple. Yeah. Because once Agreed. you start drinking that bladder of wine, yeah. you're going yeah. yeah. And before you step back into your car and drive home, you're going to be fine. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. We live in here. We're going to have cars. But keep the food simple. Like, on, you get a nice baguette. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to, like, I've brought octopus salads before. You know me. I wow. do all. Yeah. I go to the beach. You. I'm like, I have this marinated squid salad. I'm like, no, Brett. No. Yeah. Like, no more of that. Squid gets to. very sandy. It's wet. Bring yeah. only dry things. That's yeah. a good tip. Chicken yeah. salad, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. My tip is short and sweet. Mm-hmm. And it can actually perhaps even save your relationship. Oh. So this is a tip for an indoor picnic on a rainy day or the or the winter time. And it's called a floor picnic. So one of those nights where you just need to spice things up and yeah. change yeah. things around. And you're all fresh out of stovetop stuffing or all the other exciting tricks you normally go to. <laughs> no lube left in the closet yeah um to throw a floor picnic so you just like have a fun inside i've done it yeah i've actually done it in your house when you weren't there oh wow yeah when i was living with you yeah i do recommend weed somehow it like oh yeah like some weed and you're like whoa this is a great idea (laughs) but it's fun and just like throw a blanket down and eat dinner on the floor with like snacky things and it can be kind of a good way to honestly just like get out of your rut and do something fun whether it be a friend or someone you're banging or sure. not banging whatever yeah um so floor picnic is mine that's a really I good love idea. Idea. Floor picnic. yeah I love ladies um i would say for me i am like really on the fence about like picnic stuff I ha- i'm like i get a little anxious without like a hard surface mm, do you know oh, what yeah. i mean like i'm like oh. am i gonna be comfortable <laughs> like i don't have that's a lot it. of core strength i'm like i you know my arms are gonna no, that's hurt something really good that's you know so yeah. like i so if there's not like a picnic table or something, I'm just like yeah. a little, I need to have a nice space around me. And I don't like, tra- like for me, I like to plan steps ahead where I'm like, there's going to be garbage. This is going to be gross. So I'm going to bring like a plastic bag. I'm going to make sure oh I know God. how to clear. See, this I was just going to leave my garbage Hell there. Yeah. yeah you're just going to toss it off. <laughs> I'm like thinking Mad Men style. I was like, I'm sh- most certainly the city will pay for something. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what am I taxes paying for? But I, th- but so for me, I'm like, I want to make sure, cause I hate like, Nothing grosses me out more than just like soggy and trash on a yeah. picnic. I just like hate it. I can't enjoy myself. So I have to make totally. sure it's like I have a napkin. I have a receptacle. I have all okay. that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's, so that's the cleanup part of my, of my brain. Yeah. I'm bringing you on my next picnic. You sound very organized. You're like, you sound really fun. Yeah. Sounds a lot you sound like an awesome person you're on a picnic with. Lily knows how to kick back. She gets, she gets a little neurotic about the, about the flat space. Yeah. But besides Other that, she that, will bring home the trash. She's really fun. She's a good one. Yeah. Kelly, <laughs> what are your picnic tips? My picnic tip is that I think often people will bring like a full like charcuterie board mm. and like cheese. And sometimes it's like if you're like, especially if you're on the beach or at a park, it's not actually what you want. It's like, 90 degrees out and someone's like here's four kinds of cheese and you're that's, like yeah and then it gets totally. all here's this Sweaty. like triple cream that's melting in our 84 yeah. degrees yeah. so totally my picnic tip is like if you go and get like a cheap couple cheap things of sushi 
Ooh. and maybe some like wasabi peas and fruit. It's like a, actually a very nice summer picnic yeah. thing oh, because it's just like smart. chilled and chilled you Love it. in the hands. Yep. A lot lighter. Love mm. it. That's lighter amazing. food. You're right. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Speaking of foods, what are your top three? What's everyone's top three, three favorite foods to eat on a picnic? Okay. Mine's simple I'll go, I'll go first because you're staring at me although you can't tell but <laughs> selfish Dun-dun. self-obsessed self-centered middle child uh finally I get my moment uh so and I actually was from my family I was like wow I'm a middle child it's so annoying. but uh number one chicken liver pate something oh. like that you can buy it I like to make mine you can you know it's just it's easy you can spread it and you get a baguette and you're like wow mm-hmm. I've had my protein yeah spread and, it and forget it as the chicken uh, as big chicken liver says since we're, on, <laughs> since we're on the subject number two would be uh, chicken salad which I had already said yes Bobby. but I just it's like it's picnic to me yeah and mm-hmm. then you know I guess I'm not like a I don't think about desserts but if I am gonna think about desserts I would say something like a creamy like a tiramisu kind of a dessert oh, something that like holds wow. together oh, well but wow. like has the right that's like, interesting sure yeah. I don't yeah. know I've just been obsessed with like creamy like yeah. something that travels well but tastes good totally I, I feel you. Wow. Great. Pick, pick me up. Or what was the example? Yeah. What is it? Picnic me up. Picnic me up. Picnic me up. Zara, what about you? My, okay, number three is going to be something I stole from a mutual friend of ours, Nicole Bailey, who Nicole. is not a cook, but she is the most fun person ever yes. and knows yeah. how to just like enjoy every oh, single situation. So Nicole introduced me to something she calls a chip buffet. Yes. So uh-huh. a, <laughs> a chip <laughs> buffet would be number three. This is, a, a, you can have it anywhere. A lot of times after work, it would be like two in the morning, we go to an all night bodega and just like sit on the corner somewhere on a bench, have a chip buffet. You can do it with I your love. parents. You can do it in the spring you can do it in the fall you can do it in them all so a chip buffet um number two is going to be i mentioned it before as something that ted bundy uh invented and yeah. i'm a huge ted bundy fan oh, so that's a good thing um, huge. it's totally okay, love trend. his work who love is it work. right oh, I mean, yeah. amazing yeah so tortellini salad with black olives out of the can and weird red peppers and maybe Absolutely. maybe even a red yeah. pepper tortellini with like feta cheese I mean, imagine how wow. when you take your Instagram so picture when you have that next year, like silver wine bladder. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna look yeah. real. Really, yeah. People really are gonna chic. be like, really chic. Score. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, without a doubt, and this is picnic or just anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, a six foot sandwich. Wow. Oh, wow. Party yeah. sub. Party yeah. Sub Party sub. Exactly. Wow. That's yeah. a long picnic bath. Yeah, she's got like the. She has yeah. Like, she has like the kind that like when obnoxious people come with their other ski racks and yeah. she comes. She's yeah. Like, that was my sandwich case. Yep. Surfboard. <laughs> Exactly. Wow, those are all really good. Lillian? Um, See, it's tough for me because I'm from Florida, so, like, we didn't really go on picnics. We had, like, grill out, like, a grill out (laughs) picnic adjacent. That's fine. You know what I mean? So, I would say I do love a, I guess a generic pasta salad is always, yes. It's cold. It's easy. Satisfying. Yeah. Um, I like a cold grape. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. Hell yeah. Really a yummy. Is a good one. And then probably just like a box of fried chicken. Fuck yeah. Box yeah. of fri- cold fried yeah. chicken. Yeah. Yes. Really cold good. fried yep. chicken is so good. Really Dang. yummy. Yeah. That's just all the rage cla- on Just it. the hits. Highly yeah. respectable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good one. I'm going to have to bring that back Kelly? into the circulation. Mm-hmm. I really like berries because I think when they're warmed by the sun, that's like the opposite of the grape where it's like when it's warm, it's actually like so satisfying with eating a warm. I do love a sun warm Berry. Yeah, well, delicious, evocative, very evocative. <laughs> You're really putting us there. Uh-huh. Yes, I Hot love a warm berry. <laughs> um, I oh God, 
what do I normally bring? I feel like I'm always bringing, this is because I went to like a liberal arts college. Like I'm always bringing like horse carrots and whole cucumbers. Uh-huh. And oh, like, yeah. But I think that's good to just have something you can really like. No. Yeah. yeah. You know, because you're in nature. Hold on. Can I ask you what college did you go to? Um, it's called Earlham College. Earlham. I they were going to say Brent Sarah. and I both went there. No. <laughs> yeah, <Wait>. Amazing. <laughs> and so it's horse, in Indiana. It's Indiana, <laughs> and they were into horse carrots. Well, like horse carrots like a whole ca- like not a baby carrot. Yeah, that's like what I just ones. call it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, just I know a what a horse carrot. The shape is. of a horse cock. A carrot. Yeah. A right carrot. here on Heritage Radio. Your classic carrot. That is carrot. actually what. <laughs> I'm yeah, panicking with the, yeah. with the stem. <laughs> Don't panic. It. Just give us your number one picnic food, and it'll all be number over. Number one food, I would say. I was being a hater on this earlier, but like bread, of course. Oh, you know. who loves bread <laughs> now? Well, well. Somebody. <laughs> bread, oh. you, can, you can bring anything, put it on bread, it's going to taste good. What about cheese bread and alone. charcuterie? Yeah. <laughs> she loves it. She loves The woman loves bread. You know, I contain multitudes. <laughs> I really do. I guess the moral of the story is no matter what you do, like first of all, there's you can't go wrong. Just make sure you the stuff that you need to keep cold, keep cold. Yes, right. Yeah. And if it gets, if your charcuterie gets a little warm, you're on a picnic. It's fine. It's fine. Sure. It's got, sure. Make sure you pack a nice little joint. Get your edibles. Totally. Whatever you gotta do. Yeah. Exactly. So before we sign off, first of all, I must say that this has gone by so quickly because yeah, you guys so are fun. so funny yeah, it's so fun. and so amazing. Your podcast is so awesome. It's one of my very faves. I listen Thank to it religiously, you. and I know Brenton does you. too. And um, we're so honored to have you guys here. It was like so fun. But can you tell everybody where we can find you and anything you have coming up? Like if you have shows you want to yeah, plug or anything. Totally. Um, well, we're on like Instagram, um, FOH pod and, uh, and then we're just on like Apple and Spotify and all that stuff. And then we have a live show coming up in Boston. <gasps> we just had one in New York, but we're doing a live show in Boston on June 17th. So if you're like in New England or you want to go to oh, New England fun. for the, cool. you know, on yeah. a Monday and hang out and get some. I don't know. Seafood. Go to the Cape. Us? Yeah. Go down the Cape. Come back up the Cape. And I have never been to Boston, so none Ooh. of the geography makes sense okay. to me. I'm like, it's the Cape. Yeah, it's gonna be so fun. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So that's our that's our next big fun show. That's so awesome. Yeah. And you do you have any comedy shows coming up that you want to plug? Um, I always host a show the last Sunday of the month. So the 30th of June is the next one at Max Fish. So that's cool. like stand up if you want to come watch me, you know, be a moron on stage. It's really fun. Awesome. Yeah. We would love to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. Guys, this was so fun. Brenton, yeah. do you have any closing arguments? You know, I would say just get out there. I just, you know, it's mm-hmm. outside. Also, I got bit by a, a deer tick and I'm like, <gasps> oh, so, Lyme disease. Oh, get no. away from it. Clear out the area. I'm not kidding. I freaked out. And so just, I, we didn't talk about bug spray. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, and I am the worst person. I was like, ticks. Nobody would ever get bit by a tick. That's ridiculous. Paranoid, stupid people. And yeah. I was like, oh, there's something in my butt and my dad had to look at my butt <gasps> my dad's oh a doctor but my dad's a doctor so he's seen it all he's he sees butts there. every day and yeah. i was also like oh he's my dad so yeah. they took up the tick so please be careful as somebody that doesn't care about anything important i was like wow like this yeah. is a thing like you got to be careful yeah, yeah. Uh, and bees i know how you feel about bees don't i I hate bees. <laughs> Do you more see than that? Fair. He jumped in a seat just at the very mention of a bee. So just bring a whole net and cellophane DDT, and wrap whatever your, yep. you have to. <laughs> yeah. Bubble wrap. boy yourself. That's why Diane Keaton was wearing that outfit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She doesn't want to get Watch a for the bees for and the ticks, folks. That's her. my message. Guys, get your pets yeah. spayed and neutered. <laughs> <laughs> this was so much fun. Thank you so Thank much. You. Please come back again. We'll definitely hear from you again soon. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening to our Thank show. You. And hasta la pasta. 
Have you ever wanted to open a restaurant, launch your own food brand, or dive into the ever-changing world of food media? Well, buckle up. Join us for Aspiration to Action, a special live podcast on Monday, June 3rd at Haven's Kitchen in Manhattan. Zara Tangora and Bretton Scott, hosts of Life's a Banquet, will lead us through tales of the good, the bad, and the transformative. Featuring Food World innovators and HRN hosts Dana Cowan, host of Speaking Broadly, Eli Sussman, host of The Line, along with his brother Max, and Allison Kane, host of In the Sauce, in conversation with Jenny Britton-Bauer. Light refreshments will be provided by Paris Gourmet, Wolfer Estate Vineyard, and Tahani. Get your tickets before they sell out by going to heritageradionetwork.org slash action.